You're listening to It's Not Normal, It's Toxic with Dr. Heidi, a toxic relationship specialist. Here, we bring hope, healing, and freedom to those who have been affected by toxic relationships and emotional abuse. Learn to not only recognize a red flag when you see one, but have the courage to choose yourself and move forward in a life that's free from toxic control of others. Living in an environment that's not healthy for you can cause this type of abuse to be accepted as normal. The truth is, it's not normal. It's toxic. Hey everybody, welcome back. This is Dr. Heidi. You're listening to It's Not Normal, It's Toxic. Rid your life of toxic people. I know, I know, I know it's been two weeks, okay? There is a reason I could not record a podcast last week. The weekend before last, I spent two days in Nashville and Dr. Heidi insists on singing every word with every song that any band in any bar in the entire city sings and I always come home with no voice. So if I would have done a podcast last week, I would have been on full volume with most of you because I could barely speak. So I will try to take better care of myself for you guys. I am so sorry. I hope everybody had a great fourth. Um, I had posted a uh, post in the Strength Within group kind of describing what freedom means after you've been able to remove yourself from a toxic relationship because the 4th of July obviously is Independence Day of a nation. But once you have freed yourself from the trap of a toxic relationship or more than one toxic relationship, the word freedom means so much more. And now my 4th of July's mean a lot more just because I take time to reflect on the freedom that I was able to refind or find again or discover after my series of toxic relationships. Um, a couple of announcements. I did just post in the Strength Within group. Strength Within group, if you're not in the Strength Within group, it is a support group that I host on Facebook. It is a private group, so the group can be searched, but you cannot see who's in it, and nothing in it can be shared out of it. So if you're not in the support group online, Strength Within is how you find it on Facebook. You answer a couple questions, and Dr. Heidi lets you in if you're not suspicious. Um, anyway, I just posted in the Strength Within group, I am looking to start some small groups, um, meaning three to four people only. Uh, schedules are getting full. We're kind of slipping back into what might look like a little bit more regulations again because of, because of COVID. And so there may be people out there that have been thought about maybe working with me um, because of finances or because of time or because of different circumstances maybe you weren't able to. Um, the advantage of doing a small group, obviously it will be online. We will do it through a Zoom app where we can do video and we'll all be together in the same app like everybody's doing everything around the entire world. But when you're in a small group, you immediately have a support system that knows what your situation is. So you're able to reach out to the people in that group as opposed to just trying to reach out to me or trying to explain your entire situation to the people in the big support group. So if you've been thinking about coaching, the, the group 
coaching is a very small group. It's going to be um, meet once a week, just like the private coaching does. And right now it's going to include the online course as well. So you're going to have everything that you need. Um, if you are interested in the small group coaching, get a hold of me for the details. Either message me through Facebook or message me through Instagram, or you can email me and I will get you the details. I hesitate to put them out there because everybody's schedule is going to be different and people are going to have questions. So it's just easier for me to handle them right now if they come in individually. Um, the online course is still 50% off through the 15th. And it's the code to use for the self-study online program is VIRUS2020. V-I-R-U-S gets you half price on the uh, Freedom Me online course. There is a couple openings in private coaching. The way I run my private coaching is you can, you can book to use me as a private coach month to month. So because commitment is difficult and change is difficult and finances are difficult, I've made it very easy for you to be in control of how the private coaching goes. So we do once a month. It is, we have a session every week and you are able to get a hold of me for emergency purposes between phone calls. Um, so I'm able to answer your questions and really, really get down to the nitty gritty of exactly what's going on in your life and in your situation right now. It's it's very handy to have somebody who's been there, somebody who can predict their behavior, and somebody who can let you know what we should be worrying about and what we should let go. Because toxic people want us to worry about everything. And 95% of it does not need to be worried about. It's either A, lies, B, tactics to try and get you to communicate with them, or see a way to trap you back into control. And I can see that from the outside. So that's why the private coaching works so well. I do have some private coaching um, openings right now. Conference, conference tickets are selling right now. We are hosting the conference as planned, September 18th, 19th, and 20th right here in St. Louis. You will get the details after you register. That link is on the Coaching with Dr. Heidi website. Today, the topic of the podcast is a question that came in from a listener and she has a little bit uh, different situation than most of our listeners. You know that I work with people in all types of toxic relationship. A toxic person is toxic across the board. They're all after the same thing. They do things the same way. They need all the same things. So whether it's a family member, if it's somebody in your social circle, if it's a coworker, or if it's an intimate partner, Maybe a child, maybe a mother, maybe a parent, maybe a sibling. Um, all the toxic people are after the same thing. So I got a question in on how am I supposed to move on? Now I've cut them off. I've cut them off, now what am I doing? Because I thought the cutting off part was gonna be the hard part. And as it ends up, that was the easiest part because now that they're gone, I don't know what to do from here. Because now I'm sitting in this pool of emotions. You know, I'm still wanting acceptance and approval. I'm going through self-loathing because what parts of it were my fault and should I have done anything different? Then I look back at, was I a victim? Was I actually a victim of emotional abuse? And then I'm angry because of the way I've been treated. I have resentment. I want them to pay. I want them to understand what I've been through. I'm harboring bitterness, which is only 
hurting myself. And overall, I'm just kind of feeling blah. How do I put it in perspective so that I can move on into the life I wanted, which was the whole reason I cut ties with this person? Okay, to the listener who wants this question answered, this is going to be a 78 part series. No, I'm just kidding. But that is a big question. And everybody goes through their healing process differently at different times, different ways, and you figure out what works for you. But there's a few things you have to realize when you're going through the healing process. Did this happen to you? Yes. Did this affect you? Yes. Did it affect your future? Absolutely. Did it affect who you are? Yes. The first thing is we know what we went through because you've lived it. You know what happened. You saw it repetitively. You lived with it and it became normal. So you know what you went through. The trick is understanding why certain people put you through what you've been through. And the things that you take away from having to go through something, especially in an upbringing, are being the victim. Nobody wants to be the victim. We, we look at the word victim as a bad thing. Many people deal with being the scapegoat in an upbringing situation. As you grow, you notice you are emotionally unavailable. You have become a perfectionist. You stay busy all the time. You feel like there has to be drama and there has to be chaos for you to feel comfortable. Back to the point, this was all done to you, but it did not have anything to do with you. It had everything to do with what the toxic person needed at that particular time to feel secure. So as an example, we use lotion to keep dry skin away. We use a toothbrush to keep our teeth clean. We use a car to move from point A to point B. Just like that, toxic people use others to get what they need. So really, in the scope of everything, you're just a toothbrush. A tool used by someone to get something that they need. And what do they need? We talk about this every podcast. They need to feel control, power, attention, and admiration every day. So being raised or being in or being around a toxic environment for a long time, you have been trained to give them your attention. Before you cut them off, you were trained to give them your attention. So it's very hard for then you to step out of it, cut them off, and Stop giving them your attention. Your mind has been trained to have your attention on them and whether it's to avoid conflict, to hope they don't get mad, to please them for acceptance, um, to prove that you're worthy, any of those will put your attention on them. So it's very hard to just cut yourself off and think, okay, now I'm good. No, you've been trained. Your attention is still on them. What are they thinking? What are they doing? What are they gonna do next? So just because you've disconnected from them doesn't mean there's not work to do. 
just because you were someone's toothbrush and you were used for what they needed at the time doesn't make you any less a toothbrush. Meaning just because things happen to you doesn't mean you are not lovable, does not mean you are not worthy. It doesn't mean that you have to be perfect. It all depends on who was using you. Because there is good people out there that won't treat you like that. So just because someone treated you like that does not mean there's anything wrong with you. They were just using you for what they needed. Now that you've removed yourself, you can break free from their control, right? But there's a couple things that you need to do. And it always seems unfair to me when I teach people how to overcome the trap of a toxic relationship, how to heal, how to recover, how to move forward. Because why are we the ones doing all the work and they just move on to the next person with a different mask and never change their behavior? But for you to remove yourself is one thing. But for you to be free from their control and the training that they've done is another thing. You have to understand how toxic people operate. And you have to accept them for who they are. So in your plan to move forward, those are your two steps. Understand how they operate and accept them for who they are. Which brings in the word forgiveness. Yikes, nobody wants to talk about that, right? In, in my world, forgiveness came about once I accepted them for who they were. We don't want people to ask us to change. We shouldn't have to ask them to change. They don't realize, or most of them don't realize how bad they're hurting people because in their mind, they are out for one person and one person only. So once you accept that, it's much simpler for you to move forward after you've cut them out of your life. Accepting others allows you to move forward rather than sit in the stuck and question their behavior and wonder why they do what they do and how can somebody that says they love you treat you like this. Once you accept that that's just what they do, it's much easier for you to move forward. We don't come down on toddlers for having temper tantrums, right? That's what toddlers do. And what do we do with the toddler when they have a temper tantrum? We ignore them because if you feed it and you try to fix it, you train them that you'll cater to them when they have a temper tantrum. Toxic people are exactly the same. So you can sit in the stuck and you can question their behavior and you can try to figure out how they're thinking and you can try to do all of that to justify why they're treating you that way. But at the end of the day, that's who they are. They are a toddler having a temper tantrum that wants attention and wants to control you by getting what they want. And anytime we sit in the stuck for a period of time, where is your attention? It's right on them. So once you cut them off, there's a period of time that you sit in the stuck and you need to validate, um, you know, yes, this was something and yes, I am in the right and no, I am not crazy and yes, I need to get out. But the longer you sit there, the longer your attention is still going on them. So there comes a point when we cut them off, we sit in it for a minute, and then we move on. Because what was the whole goal in cutting them off in the first place? It wasn't to cut them off and then to look backwards, 
right? I'm a chiropractor. Looking backwards is bad for your neck. Don't do that. The goal in cutting them off was to get them out of your life so you're not affected by their bad behavior anymore. It doesn't make any sense to cut them off and still give them all your attention. So once you've decided to cut the toxic person off, now it's your time. So what do we do now? If you've been in a toxic environment for a long time, you will probably have picked up some toxic traits. Why? Because you end up fighting fire with fire. You've tried every form of communication. You've tried every form of acceptance. You've tried to be perfect. You've tried to do everything that they've demanded to make you feel secure in that relationship. And they keep you insecure so they feel secure. But toxic traits that you've picked up and bad habits that you've picked up are just that. They're bad habits. And just like the reprogramming, of your mind to get your attention off of them, you can reprogram the bad habits too. So if you've noticed that you've cut people off and you're carrying some of the bad habits, really check yourself. Bad habits or toxic traits become contagious for a few different things. You could have been in survival mode. When you're in survival mode, your body will naturally get what it needs and figure out how to get it. You have to be a little bit selfish in toxic relationships to survive. So a lot of times that's where toxic behaviors come in. The other way toxic behaviors come in, and I did this, I was never a yeller. I've always been loud, but I was never a yeller. And by the time I left my toxic relationship, all I did was yell at my kids. Because you have to eventually fight fire with fire. And when you have toxic traits being thrown at you, every day, all day long, so that they can feel control, power, attention, and admiration, you feel defeated, you feel hopeless, you feel helpless. So you will adopt some of those traits to try and fight back, to try and survive, to try and prove a point, to try and make them see. So be very careful if you feel like you've picked up toxic traits. Self-talk is essential in healing. Recognize when you or someone else sees these traits in you. Keep a toxic trait tally. If you notice that you're doing something, write it down so that you are more aware of it when you do it again. Keep checking and rechecking yourself if you have cut yourself off from a toxic person because you will have adapted behaviors. Make a conscious effort to watch how you're treating people and even more importantly, how you're reacting. Because on top of developing some of the toxic traits, you're also dealing with toxic triggers. And above all, if you've cut somebody off and you find your attention back on them continually, the answer to this is put yourself first. Get up every morning and consciously say, today is my day. Discover who you are now that nobody is telling you who you have to be. And back to the A to Z list that I have people do. Write the alphabet on two pieces of paper. One piece of paper, write more of that you want in your life that starts with each letter. On the other piece of paper, write less of what you want in your life that starts with each letter. As long as we are focusing on the negative and the bad, we are going to attract more negative and bad. But once you cut the toxic person off, you have to make a conscious effort to put yourself first. 
which means start focusing on the list of what you want more of in your life. Start focusing on what you have always wanted your life to look like. Read that list every day and you're gonna start noticing more and more of that stuff comes into your life. If all you focus on is hoping you don't have conflict with a toxic person, what are you gonna get? Conflict with a toxic person. If we continually put our energy and our attention onto the list that we don't want in our life, we are going to attract more of what we don't want in our life. So get your A to Z list of what you want more of in your life and start reading through it every day and consciously put yourself first every morning and right after lunch and before you go to bed. Remind yourself who is the most important. And this sounds selfish because you've been told you're selfish. Self-care is not selfish. You cannot truly give the love that you have to give until you love yourself and you know who yourself is. When your mind goes to the less of list, consciously say, we're not thinking about that, we're thinking about this, and think about the things you want more of in your life. Try new things. Be very open to randomness because when you are in a toxic relationship, you're completely controlled. Your decisions are controlled, your energy is controlled, your time is controlled. So when you cut yourself off, you can't just sit there and expect things to happen. You have to make them happen. So start trying new things, buying new things, making small decisions, doing things for the first time. It's like, it's just like in the game of cards. And this is a quote that Taylor, that I interviewed two episodes ago, brought to me. I had never heard this quote and she was the one that said it. We cannot choose the hand we are dealt. However, we do have the control over how we play it. Meaning our pasts and our paths are chosen to make us who we are meant to be. The nurturing parent, the loyal friend, the trustworthy person, the great supportive partner. Your past is not who you are. It is just a step in the staircase of who you are going to be when you reach the top. So keep climbing. Thank you for listening to It's Not Normal, It's Toxic. If your life is being affected by a toxic relationship, visit coachingwithdrheidi.com and take our free toxicity profile analysis or schedule a personalized consultation with Dr. Heidi. You can also follow us on Instagram at Coaching with Dr. Heidi or join our private Facebook group at Strength Within. Take your first step to freedom today. And remember, it's not normal, it's toxic.